It was cold and dark. I've been taking fire for hours. Took an incoming mortar hit. I opened up his jacket and his insides fell out. I had his bloody guts in my hand. Warm, mushy, squishy. I pushed him right back into his body cavity and willed him to live with my tears. And that is what true love is. If you're hearing our voices, that means it's time for It's This Me Sad, the podcast where you watch the worst movies from trailer to end credits, scene by scene, so you don't have to, but maybe you should. I'm Russ. I'm Jared. It's good writing. It's good writing. Yeah, yeah. I love I love the all in on the very, very long <laughs> intro quotes. Well, if you did one, I'm going to do two. Yeah, you might as well. You might as well, you might as well go all in. All right, so we're back here. This is uh, part two of our breakdown of Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, Matthew McConaughey, Jennifer Garner, other people. Um, <laughs> we ended last episode, Connor Mead here, Matthew McConaughey, his character was with Emma Stone, mm-hmm. Ghost, Girlfriend Past, right? The Spring Fling, Middle School Dance. Uh, and we're kind of starting to find where uh, Connor Mead is defined as a man here and where he turns into kind of an asshole. And yeah. so we ended, I think, at the Middle School Dance where Jenny Parati, Connor kind of flubbed, didn't make the move. Jenny Parati went for went Pete, Hastings. Pete Hastings. Yeah. And Pete Hastings is just right into it. Ugh. He's the worst. So we've left the middle school dance and we're getting picked up by Uncle Wayne in the good old stabbing wagon. Which, <laughs> come on, ruthless. Is that a serial killer car or is that a... Do not care for it. <laughs> what kind of car is it? Do we, did, did we figure that out? Uh, no, I, I, I don't know. doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big old... Uh, it's a big convertible. Yeah, it's like a big caddy or something like that. Convertible caddy mm-hmm. or something. Very 70s. And this is where we learn that Uncle Wayne is obviously the father's passed away. Uncle Wayne is a big male influence on on Connor here and he's definitely that kind of uncle. He's a monster. Yeah. He's the he's uncle making... you're like, uh, he, oh, he's cool at first and you're like, uh, but he's kind of <laughs> cringy. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. He's like the um, one who says weird shit at like the holidays and you're like, oh no. Yes. No. He's like making weird jokes that I don't care for. Uh, and then we get the whole spiel here where Connor's like, I don't ever want to feel like this ever again. I feel like I got kicked in the stomach and I feel terrible because Jenny Parati went and made out with a similar dude and hey, we've right. all been through there. We've all, we've all seen it. We've all felt it. It's terrible. It's terrible feeling. No one likes it. And then that's when Uncle Wayne introduces the concept of you got it all wrong, buddy. You don't want to uh, love these people. <laughs> you just got to you just got to get in and out and has a great line of you don't want to be anybody's first kiss or their last. He says ominously. Uh, yeah. OK. Yeah. OK. I see the math on that one. Too. Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, oh. Meanwhile, while all this is happening, you know, he's given a huge diatribe, but love isn't real. Basically the same stuff that Connor says later and earlier, <laughs> earlier and later. Yeah. We get like interjection from old Connor, Matthew yeah. McConaughey being like, oh yeah, like he invented the word MILF. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he never wore seatbelts. Never. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, your parents died in a car accident. Like they're the, <laughs> right. wouldn't you be extra sensitive to that? <laughs> right. So anyway, we just now we're learning where Connor has kind of found his uh his footing here and, and Uncle Wayne is a big big influence. Uh so they end up going to a bar? Yep. A right. club a well, bar? We we walk into a bar, but Uncle Wayne says it's a classroom. Thirty seven minutes into the movie, by the way. <laughs> Really? That's it? Holy shit. But this is also a shorty. So we should remember it was only an hour and 40 minutes. So we're actually 
37 and minutes it, isn't isn't that accelerates far. drastically it definitely <laughs> does so we're in this club bar place that uh um uncle wayne has brought young connor to where he orders two jacks up <laughs> right for the for i think connor is 12 right at most He's middle school so yeah. yeah 13 maybe at most 13 but, max yeah right inappropriate he immediately takes <laughs> illegal a sip. he takes a sip and immediately just spits it up which is completely that sounds about right cheers dutch uh and then we got uncle wayne just giving a bunch of advice which is not good uh yeah. a lot of use of the word broads 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 yep a lot of girls love to laugh and then you have sex with them in the port authority bathroom yeah feelings are killing his game Emma Stone is saying what we're all thinking that someone needs to call child protective services. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a decline, but then we have older Connor sitting there being like this guy, he's, he's a genius. He's, I miss man. him. He's, I miss him, you know? And then that's when we get the, the old, uh, basically the uncle Wayne system, like the dentist system here, uh, you know, <laughs> two compliments above the neck. Then you insult her and let her know you're here to play. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> He's like, wait, but that I don't think that'll work on Jenny. And he's like, it's not for Jenny. Of course not. Huh. You fool. <laughs> dummy. You dummy 12-year-old. You know, he's like, the last thing you want is Jenny, because someday you fall in love and then spooning. You, you should you gotta run away. Yeah. You don't want to get your heart crushed. Oh, yeah. He's like, Oh, okay, fair enough. You, I mean, you gotta you see where it's all coming from. Uncle Wayne is really he's he's the problem. He's very problematic, also dropping slurs left and right here and <laughs> Yeah, I was not ready for it, actually. No, I, wasn't, a, I wasn't ready for it. But, you know, for the character, you get the sense that he's just not, you know. Yeah, but also don't put that in the movie. <laughs> you didn't have to write that. <laughs> Land it on thick that he's, uh, you know, he's just, it's not that uh, kind of movie. He's not that uh, he's not that kind of, you know, he's not a good character. Yeah. So you reserve that for like an American History X kind of movie where you're like trying to make a point. This is a rom-com. Like yes. leave it out of the rom-com. Yeah, right. It's 2009. Like you don't have, the, yeah, scene, don't. Wouldn't, the scene wouldn't have been worse without it. Yeah, it was already bad. <laughs> yeah, if you're. Uh, and then we fast forward and we cut to Ricky's basement. Ricky. Which apparently he hasn't seen Jenny in two years, which is confusing because yeah, why? So after the <laughs> dance, like they kind of just separated a bit there and he- For two years. For two years. And then and then Connor shows up and he's badass bad boy. He's all just coming down the stairs and he's like, got the new new Poison album. And the rumors swirling of uh, that he got homeschooled in Vegas or Bangkok. Ah, of course, those are the same. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is this, Hangover? He shows up in, uh, he's badass and he's taken, you know, page right out of uncle wayne's book there of ignoring jenny parati doesn't even say hello and i love jenny's friends he looks like duran duran both of them <laughs> i get to, there's some good lines in this movie there yeah <laughs> that wasn't bad uh but then we find out this is emma stone's character here yes allison vandermersh Mersh yeah. was his first, uh, you know, little uh, sexual, sexual encounter. Encounter. It dated for thirty minutes, apparently. Go making out pretty hard, and uh, yeah, that's that. And then she, I don't know, like again, Emma Stone, maybe the best performance in the movie. Yeah, uh, and she's like talking no about doubt. how having sex with Connor Mead is basically the Neil Armstrong of having <laughs> sex with teenage boys. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. we we fast forward to now adults uh connor mead here right and we're 
whatever, some <laughs> bar somewhere. And yeah. this is, we know he's older, but not that old because uh, he's got long hair and he's, <laughs> right? Looks uh, horrible, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks like his days in Confused character, but worse, actually. Way worse. Well, because he worse. was 20 years younger. Right. Uh, so he's sitting with a bunch of women, of course, uh, in the bar and he's being extremely pretentious photographer. Mm. Um, and then he runs into Jenny. Jenny shows up at this bar randomly and here we are. Jenny right? Parati. Jenny fucking Parati. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I got to buy you a drink because that time you blew me off for Pete Hastings. Uh, and she's like, mm, you actually, I'll give her one thing. She keeps calling him on his shit every once in a while. And she's like, you right. actually choked and you didn't do, you know, anything. So, yeah. And like, also, this is the uh, not great writing of like, obviously he's in love and can't see it. That's the mm-hmm. whole premise here. He's remembering yes. all of these details. Yes. Like they do this, they do it again in five seconds about the dress. But like, obviously, they're meant to be. Yes, there's no doubt. And he goes on about how much money he makes, and they're now Which, at the bar, and they're chatting away. And 150k a year in '90s money is crushing great yeah (laughs) Yeah. especially for a photographer like baffling and he uh yeah and he's doing douchey things he's speaking spanish to the white bartender um generally just being an asshole then he tries to say that he wants to have sex with her and she's like oh i thought we were just catching up and then she makes a joke that she's still with uh pete hastings yeah and then he talks about how much he remembers her pink dress and you're like come on so then he asks for her number she says no she he badgers her until she says yes <laughs> and then that's when you get the old you we, well, we, i guess we're gonna go for dinner we gotta button you up because you look like a gay pirate there's a there's a hardcore back and forth about she's like we're not we're not just gonna go and have sex you get dinner right. dinner 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 so and so then they go and then we get kind of i guess no this isn't like a montage yet but no they gloss over dinner and they're drunk and walking home right yeah yeah, yeah. and he's being really super aggressive blah 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 and she's like nah not happening oh so i'm coming in right and she's like for what <laughs> Not happening, bro. (laughs) Which also they're still driving the bed, uh, older Mm. Connor and and Emma Stone. And I don't know, man. I feel like at this point it seems like it's a practical effect. And this looks super fun. Like they it looks like they have like maybe a go-kart or something underneath (laughs) the bed. Like it's like a yeah. It looks awesome. Like a float in a parade or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm jealous. I want to know. Like Matthew McConaughey, let us know. Was it fun? Was that how it was? If I ever see him, I'll ask. Now we go into love montage, right? Because he's been turned down once, twice, and then it becomes a pattern. And now all of a sudden he finds himself enjoying and hanging out with this woman because, you know, Jenny Parati. At this point, Emma Stone is not convinced that he's getting the point of all this. No, he's he's, definitely not. He's talking about how he needs to reintroduce being self-deprecating to his game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Because it seems like it's working. And then that's when great fourth fourth wall line delivery from Emma Stone of, well, now we're going to watch a montage of you and Jenny and listen to Cindy Lauper time after time. Don't mind if we do. And they have a montage and it's just them going on dates, playing, mm-hmm. you know, air hockey and doing these things. And every time it keeps, keeps ending with them at the doorstep and her being like, nope, 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 not happening. Weeks, mm-hmm. weeks, weeks. And then after a couple of weeks, it's like, okay. And this is actually the halfway point of the movie. Yep. Love t- love montage ends with finally she's like, hey, come on in. They're like, wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> they, drive a, they, they drive a Lincoln together. And um, yeah. she's like, uh, yeah, well, we had 20 years of foreplay. So makes sense, I guess. <laughs> and then he gets up to leave. Yes. Like, <laughs> which is, hi, man. Like, what? Yeah. 
<laughs> what is really like and to which her she replies and you know to jenny's credit she she usually doesn't take his crap um of like there's two types of women the kind you shag and leave and the kind you shag and snuggle and i am regrettably the second type so you either get back over here immediately or walk out that door and never call me again he makes the right decision almost almost <laughs> Uh, he comes back to bed. She gives a nice, he's not as dumb as he looks. Yep. And then in the middle of the night, he's awake. She's asleep. Emma Stone is narrating that this is the moment you fell in love with Jenny. This is off in the trailer too. Yep. And you do what you do best. And that's, that's bail on a good situation. So he leaves and then a uh, present day, uh, Connor Mead's still standing there. And next mm-hmm. morning she wakes up, Jenny wakes up and she gets a phone call and he's like, Oh, I called back. I called back. It's like, no, you didn't. No, you what didn't. Good you. Person. Yeah, what a good person. See, I look at, look at, I call back. No, you mm-hmm. didn't. You dummy. She's a doctor. She got called in <laughs> to work and, mm-hmm. Uh, she cries because because he's yeah. a garbage person. Because he's a garbage person, and he's like, I don't want to see this. And Emma Stone's like, That's now you're getting the point. Are you understanding <laughs> <the> <laughs> for the like, for fuck's sake, this is a movie s- we're trying to do here, Matthew. Have you seen a Christmas Carol? <laughs> yeah, I imagine that line was actually not in character. Like Matthew McConaughey is just like, I don't want to see it. I, I don't want to cry. I don't want to see. It. <laughs> and Emma Stone was actually like, You have to watch. Look at it. Uh, so Emma Stone's like, kind of takes him to the girlfriend hallway. Uh, which we also we also get from the trailer she's like well the relationships at this point just got shorter and shorter and so we're gonna do it in bulk she says we're gonna do it in bulk (laughs) and they it's just literally a very long hallway of a lot of women and Mm -hmm. straight from the trailer i don't know if there's anything else to add here other than like a straight from the trailer there's additional ones you're just like we did it for two days we did it for 40 minutes and every time you slept with me you called me jenny yeah and wait what we did it for 48 seconds and then it turns into a nightmare moment where they're all reaching and his they're kind of grabbing at him and he's like i can't get yeah, it's out. like a weird hair body horror thing kind of yeah it gets a little ske- a little terrifying a little claustrophobic i didn't like it and then he wakes up in bed and he's like oh it was a nightmare because i was out because the alcohol <laughs> falls out of bed classic which <laughs> I love this part. So speaking of Sarge having all the best lines. uh, So we go downstairs to Sarge and he's showing off his seating chart (laughs) uh, to Paul and the boys here. He's like, all right, Paul, all you and your guests are Nazis. And like, we're NATO. (laughs) Wait, what are you talking? (laughs) That didn't exist then for like, what are you? And Paul's just like, "Mm, thanks. I'll I'll try not to read too much into that, sir. (laughs) What's happening right now? Uh, and meanwhile, Connor just like, he's like, I got to find booze. So this is yet again, but it's from the trailer. Yep. He goes down and grabs a bottle of champagne. And we talked about this in the trailer. He still yep. opens it like a chump. Um, next to the cake. Yep. Right next to the cake, which is standing right there. There's like sitting. a three or four layer. I mean, the cake, the cake's trailer, not like yeah. standing there. Cake is on a table. Right across from him, but yeah, just hanging out. Yeah, the cake's a like, hey man, what are you doing? You gonna you gonna open that bottle of champagne and point it towards me? Hey, honey, hey, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> Donna Minute would not approve. Oh, it's been a while. Well, you know, some, sometimes she just pops in, and she, I think she'd be a good wedding planner. You know, she'd be like, I think you're right. Donna would be fantastic at that, right? She'd be like, yeah. Don't put the champagne near the near the wedding cake because that's. Recipe for disaster, honey. Uh, your Donna Mint is perfect. <laughs> that's it, right? Is that it? Or I forget where you she nailed was. it. Oh, no. Yeah, she was like Massachusetts via living out. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> via living out in New Jersey. <laughs> you, got any, <laughs> you got any parliaments? Honey, don't open that champagne right there. 
You see this three oh, teeth cake? You must hate cake. <laughs> you, oh, you hate cake, don't you? Must you hate, hate it. that cake. Because you open a champagne muscles. bottle. That, if you open champagne like that, by the way, you open champagne like a chump, like my third husband. He was a Tao. Also told that to my third husband. He was an idiot. <laughs> Always pointing champagne bottles at a horizontal angle, at a 45 degree angle from the waist. What a dummy. Donna, Donna, listen. If only Donna Mint was there, this whole thing would have been averted. Crisis averted, yeah. But she wasn't. <laughs> so <No>. instead, <laughs> instead, what we got was. Instead, we got this scene. Yeah. We got this scene. So he opens champagne like an idiot. Uh, and just PSA for everyone out there opening champagne, just you just point it straight up. Uh, and, you know, mm-hmm. just you all, you all you do put a towel over it and you pop it. That's it. That's easy. That's how you open a bottle of champagne. Yeah. Uh, to it. be fair to the movie, also PSA to the listener, it is funnier than in the trailer. It does, There's an extended, yeah, it extends out a bit it's, more. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it makes the setup worth it, kind of. Uh, and he also does say something that kind of gives me a little redemption a little bit. But so he opens the champagne. Oh. So he pops the champagne. Uh, the cork hits off the bottom of the three tier uh, cake mm-hmm. here, right? Well, from the trailer, we saw this. But. He goes in and he actually catches, he holds on to the bottom tier. It's leaning on two struts there. He's hanging mm-hmm. on to it. And then we're cutting back and forth between, I think, like the wedding dance party or whatever. And he's in the kitchen. He's doing this whole thing. It's a little hijinks. And he's mm-hmm. trying to like, I don't know what his idea was. His idea was he wanted <laughs> yeah. to get the champ. I don't know what he's going to do with the champagne bottle, but he's trying to get the champagne bottle off the table, which literally was just what a fall drink it. <laughs> his leg is extending. And like, if he kicks out, it's just going to break. Like, what, yep. what's he doing? <laughs> That's I mean, right. I don't, I, don't, what the plan, I don't know what the plan was. There was no plan. That's yeah. badly written. Scene. It makes no sense. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's trying to save the cake. And then we learn more about Brad, how perfect he is. Brad's uh, doctors without borders or with borders. Yeah. Are they without? They're without. 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 <laughs> doctors, doctors inside borders. Yeah. Yes, do- doctors inside borders is different thing. He's also certified in shiatsu massage, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, so we learn how awesome Brad is. And then meanwhile, the Connor cake is, is still teetering. Teetering. <laughs> Stressful situation, still not getting a bottle of champagne off the table with his foot, which makes no sense still. And yep. then he just loses a cake. Finally. Glass smashes everywhere. Cake smashes everywhere. Skabloosh. And obviously, everyone immediately comes running over. Connor tries to talk himself out of it. This is when the bride screams hilariously, just like in the trailer. <laughs> and then, I mean, he loses the cake, but then everyone comes in. She loses her shit, which is, you know, rightfully so. But he does say... And I can't believe this is the one quote you didn't catch here, but he says, these things are not very well engineered. Oh, yeah. That's your redemption bit, huh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Cake should withstand some type of pressure, you know? Someone bumping the table. Oh, my God. Getting a cork. It's not someone side. bumping into the table. Yeah, it's a cork under under tons of pressure. <laughs> Being fired like a projectile at the side of the cake. That's not. <laughs> Gotta say, these things aren't very well engineered. All right. All right. So, <laughs> Bride comes in. She freaks out. This is all from the trailer. It doesn't matter. But uh, but the extended version of it was redeemably kind of funny. Yeah. Kind of funny. The, well, he also leads with, well, if it's any consolation, the cake wasn't very good. <laughs> and then she's like, wait, you ate some? <laughs> Oh, it's smashed like, well, in my, my mouth. As she freaks out, Sarge has to hold her back. He's not worth it, sweetheart, which couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then Jenny directs everyone out of there and kind of saves the day. And it's like, okay, everyone, everyone go. Okay. So then this next scene, I wrote it wrong here. Uh, we cut to upstairs, and, and Sandra is basically having the vapors here after her, her freak out. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the cast. Yes. yes. Sandra's she's, a bride. Yep, yep. 
she's under the weather. Yep. Uh, she's got lemon slices on her eyes. Mm-hmm. Trying to recover. Yeah. And the bridesmaids are talking about, again, who they're going to have sex with uh, and who's going to have sex with Connor next. Right. Because <laughs> uh, everyone's stoked about that, apparently. And then, this is also when we find out, is that is not also the moment we find out which one had slept with the brother? Uh, I think when the three of them are kind of hanging out, it's this kind of cut back, well, back and forth pretty quick, but I think the three of them are just yeah. chatting. And then we find out that the middle one, I think you're right. Dina yeah, I think you're right. Uh, had sex and they're like, Oh my God. Yeah. Just to remind right. us of that little thread that's going to come back and bite everyone. That's right. Yeah. And then they all say like, Oh crap, none of us are going to get to have sex with Connor if we keep acting like this. Uh, and then she's like, we're going to have to go have sex with those nerds wow, <laughs> uh, no. to the groomsmen. And that's when you cut to the groomsmen going, guys, holster them women. Uh, and they've, <laughs> Just, they've like put their phones on their belts and it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Worst characters in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty annoying. And then we were back in the kitchen and we get uh Connor clean up cake with Jenny and we had, they have a little moment here. This is again, from the trailer, yep. him kind of apologizing and her identifying that. And he thinks he's changed, but he's like super over the top of it. Cause he's little, kind of lost his brain because he's had, you know, yeah. interactions he's with some ghosts. Breath. Yeah. And he's drunk and-, <laughs> and he's making hardcore moves on Jenny. And she's like, mm, no, this doesn't feel genuine. This ain't, yeah. this ain't right. And she complains about her daddy issues and why she's attracted to dirt bags. And, yeah. um, then they make another gay joke that's not funny. Oh, yeah, they, 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 yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of that. Jesus. <laughs> so like, well, Jenny, you should just be gay. Yeah. And then she's like, ha, 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 ha. And the, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's terrible. It's not funny. Nope. And then Connor kisses her, which she is not psyched about. Uh, and then she says that when he wakes up to, when she wakes tomorrow up, tomorrow up tomorrow he won't be there and that's kind of the ending of this you know you've done it before you've bailed in the middle yeah. of the night i don't trust you yeah you're not showing uh, any true change here like you're just the same old connor mead which even at the end of the movie he's still the same old connor mead so but anyways right we'll and then there. so he he's basically talking about now how he doesn't want to be alone for the night uh and this was almost the quote for the thing when he's like i've got ghosts in my bedroom <laughs> Got ghosts in my Lincoln. Speaking of the ghost, he goes upstairs to his bedroom where he opens the door and we get a hello, Connor. And he thinks it's a ghost. So he runs away, but it's the bride, bridesmaid who can't get laid to save her life. All right. So Connor Meads lost his shit yet again. Lost and found. Am I right? Yes. This is when he's like, all right, I got to I gotta go see another ghost. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I screwed this up. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. So he goes out to his car and we find that the second ghost mm-hmm. visiting him of the evening ghost of girlfriend's present. That's right. Is actually his assistant Melanie. Yeah. Which they do a little, they kind of play here because he gets in the car and he's like, Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, thank God you finally came. Cause he called her earlier and was like, Hey, you need to get out here and help me. Blah, blah. blah. And she mm-hmm. shows up, but it's like, Oh, she's actually the ghost. So yeah. Which... She was also invited to the wedding, which how does he not <laughs> know that? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Also, right. why was she invited to the wedding? And why wouldn't <laughs> yeah. she be like, hey, I'm going to be at the wedding too, you moron. Like, But more importantly, why Why was she invited to the wedding anyway? Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't seem like they have that kind of relationship. That, mm-hmm. That's just me. That's just me. <laughs> details, details, details. Yeah. Uh, and then all, they have a weird thing about how he thought she was gay. And she's like, no, just that one time in college when I didn't have a choice. 
That's so weird. Which was a weird, rapey, that's a, that's a horrible weird. line. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Terrible. I hate this movie. Yep. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, well, now it's time to go back inside, but we're ghosts. We're ghosts. <laughs> we're ghosties. Mm-hmm. So then we get, we go inside and we get, we get the whole wedding party, uh, hanging out, having fun without Connor. And right. she's like, see what life is you without stay? you. See, yeah. <laughs> see, like how we would have ended the movie was like, you just died. This is everyone's having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and pretty much everyone's trash talking all the bridesmaids. Everyone's just kind of trash talking them, you know. Uh, and then Paul, his brother stands up for him. Yeah. It goes into a big, long speech about how he taught me how to read. He taught me how to ride a bike. You know, it was just against the world. He, I got to be a kid. Connor didn't get that chance because he had to raise me. You know, yeah. he had to raise his own kid. And then he, you know, ends it with. It's a pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a heartfelt speech. It's a solid speech about yeah. brotherhood well, and stuff like this. Right. Yeah. And believing in family, you know, 100%. against all odds. Yeah. And, uh, Fast and, and furious, you know, family. Right. Family. That's As we right. always say in this podcast, all about family. It's about family. Right. Family. <laughs> <laughs> family. Uh, and then that's when his assistant says, well, that doesn't matter to you. Right. Because love doesn't exist. Uh, got you motherfucker with your logic. Right. Yeah. And then there's a weird throwaway line about how Denise hooked up with Gary Coleman. Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> but I didn't care for him. I kind of just glazed over that one. I was like, what? Uh, they were talking about like weird experiences or something like that. She's like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, then there's that one time I hooked up with Gary Coleman. He had really delicate hands. Yeah. I like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Rest in peace, Gary Coleman. Right. <laughs> Uh, and then, um, is, and then, so scenes can kind of carrying on here, but we yep. get the heartfelt thing. Connor hears his brother say this heartfelt thing, which is, you know, kind of sets home with him. Right? Uh, right. And then we get the classic bridesmaid, drunk bridesmaid saying something about someone else who is not in the room, but is walking in and doing the old, right. Ooh, they're right <laughs> behind me. Aren't they? Yeah. She's not even banging that guy that we brought here to her to bang her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, uh, uh, and then Jenny runs to the kitchen and then we're in the kitchen and this is where, you know, Brad apparently is just hanging around. Right. Yeah. And he's there to console Jenny and he's <laughs> just Mr. You know, sensitive and, and take Carter care of is Mr. Tell me this guy's gay. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Why is this whole movie like this? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty brutal. And then, you know, the assistant here, he's not. Trust me. What does that mean? <laughs> What's happening? It's a little, little foreshadowed. Foreshadowed? Yeah. And then that's when Brad basically tells her, you really only get over somebody when you find somebody else that you love more. I don't know. That's, 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 that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. That's not true. Agreed. Uh, but she's buying it. Yeah. And Connor's not happy about it. And then he says something offensive, I think, and his assistant slaps him justifiably. And then we takes them into the next room. <laughs> we jump to transition. Yeah. We jump to uh, the assistant's Melanie's apartment. Well, we don't know this at first, right? We just jump to an apartment and there's three women from the conference call uh, break up early in the movie, all hanging out. And it's like, Oh, they've mm-hmm. all gotten together. And he's like, well, see, I did something. I brought them together, whatever. <laughs> Lo and behold, coming out of the kitchen is Melanie, the assistant who brought them together to hang Whoa. out. Big reveal. Uh, big plot twist. And he's like, wait, what? Wait, what? Not all right, all right, all right. And she's like, just remember, ladies, when Connor wakes up tomorrow morning, he'll be all alone. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll drink to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
He's a monster. So then he heads outside and he gets out to the street. And uh, this is where we see the, uh, apparently, I think this is where we see the, the bookstore in the back there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, from Fast Facts. But then is where he meets with Uncle Wayne. And Uncle Wayne pops out. Women love to be screwed. They just don't like to be screwed over. Uh, what a gem. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Uncle Wayne. All right. We're done with your advice. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like, don't con a con man. You're yeah. then like this scene is real weird, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, like, so, it's, it's got increasingly weird. I'm like, why? What? Yeah. So it's raining, uh, and Dutch here is like, let me under your umbrella, Uncle Wayne. And Uncle Wayne's like, no, no. These are all the lady tears that have been poured for you over your life. I was like, wait, that is first. Why would you say lady tears? <laughs> What a weird thing to say. I do think about that, but yes. Uh, Lady Tears is a weird... Sounds like a subtitle to like some crazy comic book or something. Something, something. Yeah, or Lady like Tears. a poison album. <laughs> um, so yeah, Lady Tears. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden it starts snowing tissues. Yeah. And Uncle Wayne's like, and these are all the tissues that were used to wipe up all the tears. Like, what is happening? Yeah. And then he follows it up with, and these are all the chocolates. Ha ha. Just kidding. There aren't, you've never sent chocolates to a woman. <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, what is the, what's but, the bit that we're doing here? But guess what's coming next? Oh, I hate this part. It's so gross. I guess yeah. I'll say it. And then here, but here are all the condoms <laughs> that were used. And the condoms, spoiler alert, are like hail because that is what, that is how physics would work, I think, in this situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he might die. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> like rain versus tissues versus then, yeah, right. it's all objects. And as we know, gravity's a bitch, right? Uh, what a bitch. See, you're doing it. You're doing it. It's called a callback, baby. Yes. <laughs> Love that. Callback. Listeners will know. Longtime listeners will know. At least from a couple weeks ago. Just go listen to Green Lantern part one and two. You'll get it. And he's scrambling to get inside of a car and he does. And then they're crashing down. And all of a sudden he just snaps back to back in the mansion. Reality. Oh, yeah. there goes gravity. He's uh, back at the mansion and... You know, now he's kind of had a revelatory moment. And meanwhile, Sandra is screaming. <laughs> yeah. Like he's so, like, you guys, I've changed. I've changed, everyone. I've changed, I swear. Changed. Everyone's like, I'm going to be the governor of Texas. No one fucking cares. Uh, and he busts into the main room and uh, we get the whole, everyone's in kind of going freaking out. And it's because mm-hmm. the cat is out of the bag. And we the thing that was set up earlier about Paul sleeping with one of the bridesmaids has come up cheateroni and cheese over here honor's like he said he's sorry case closed <laughs> yeah. uh and he's trying he's trying to like and, and there's a moment of like well his logic is not wrong but then all of a sudden it becomes really wrong and then jenny mm-hmm. jumps in and she's like no 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 and then all of a sudden it becomes more about them arguing about their situation mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't doesn't really go all that well and this is mm-hmm. bottom of the barrel we're headed for it he talks about some kind of estrogen lynch mob <laughs> At one point. Which... Oh, yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah, because, well, <laughs> he was like, hey, major, yeah. well, he's like, well, you're angry at my brother, but why are you angry at your 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 friend who. Right, yeah. right. Or the one that, you know. It's a whole thing. It's yeah. very. It's not good. And then this is when Connor gets disinvited from the wedding. Paul is, Paul gets upset now. So Sandra's upset. She runs away. Paul follows her and says, look, no one wants you here. You've done nothing but make the weekend worse for everyone. I've been Get telling out of myself that you. You're redeemable. You're a redeemable character for years, but you're not. Like you should go. Yeah, it's pretty sad. There were a couple times in this movie where I was like, "Ah, 
knock off Owen Wilson here, pulling on my heartstrings. Yeah, Brecken Meyer. Yeah, big speech. He's got some more stuff going on later, but yeah. So he's like, go home. Yeah. And then yeah. we get um, Connor pretty much running outside, yelling at the mansion, at the statue outside. Mm-hmm. Probably drunk, I think. I know I've got one more ghost on my contract. Where's I? Show Where? yourself. Show yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's not, like, it's I was looking not... forward to seeing my future girlfriends the whole time. That's what yeah. I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i wanted uh and then we get uh and she shows up and it's some uh woman in a white dress just floats mm-hmm. down very dramatic just like a christmas it, girl yeah, yeah you can't there's no you, right they don't speak the one in the future never speaks right they just right. kind of show you what's going to happen like here's your doom yep and she shows up and she's just like leads him oh, me. on a path and <laughs> she's like <laughs> follow me that's right that's right. Uh, so he does, and he follows in the woods, which <laughs> makes no sense. I would be like, mm, nah, I'm good. Get, uh, stay uh, out of the woodsy woods. I'm <laughs> getting in my car, and I'm going to just drive back to Manhattan and just live mm-hmm. my life that I've got. Pretend this never happened. <laughs> and pretend this never happened. And yeah. So he follows in the woods, and then all of a sudden it goes from uh, night snow to then day, and then we're in the fall, and then we're in the future, and then we come to mm-hmm. the chapel, the Martha Mary Chapel there in Sudbury, Sudbury, yep. Massachusetts. Sudbury. Yep. Sudbury. He thinks he's getting married. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, he's like, oh, oh, nice, okay, all right. I don't see a Lincoln, but all right. Yeah. yeah. This may be all right. That's right. This is the third all right that we get in the movie. I think yeah. we got three all rights. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like broken apart. He's like, all right. Right. Yeah. All right. This may be all right. Uh, and then he goes in. He's like, all right. All right. All right. And oh, it's Jenny. It's Jenny. He sees Jenny. Jenny. Straight from the trailer. Mm-hmm. She's getting married to Brad. Yep. Yikes. Bitch. He then objects and does a whole big like incel kind of thing where he's like, it was always supposed to be me. If I can't have you, no one can like dives on her. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But she's he's a ghost, so it doesn't matter. And but it's just showing that he's changing and he's like, yeah. And Jenny seems actually happy for a change, which is good to see. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I am, too. I am, too. I don't feel happy for her at the end, but yeah. Well, right. Yeah. That's when she gets uh, 28 days to kind of. uh, well, she should get 28 days. So they get married, and then uh, he's standing there by himself in this chapel, and he's walking out, and he sees uh, his brother Paul sitting there by himself. Yeah. Sad and unmarried. In the back, unmarried, no ring. Uh, so then he follows his brother outside. His brother like leaves the chapel, and his brother just starts walking into the woods kind of creepily, and he's yeah. just following his brother. And then his brother just kind of ages into like this Biff Tannen kind of bad makeup from, <laughs> from Back to the Future. And I was like, oh shit, right. is that Biff Tannen? And now sure Biff, is. I send two coats. <laughs> We're a pro Biff podcast, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, Tom Wilson, 100%. I like that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. funny. <laughs> now Biff. Anyway. All right, now so, Biff. so now Biff. So he's now we got Paul's old, old. Old Paul. Yeah. Old Polly. He probably is now called Polly. When you get old, you, 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 I think your name you goes from Paul to Polly. Revert to your childhood nickname. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're Polly. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, and he walks out to a funeral and there is no one there. Mm, and he surprise. sits down. We all know. We all know. I mean, we've all, you know, we know who this is, right? Yep. He's a big piece of shit. <laughs> Connor's, Connor's funeral. And he's like, yeah. come on, man. No one showed up. 
Uncle Wayne shows up and he's like, sorry, kid. Way she goes, Dutch. That's how it, that's how it goes. <laughs> just how it goes. And then he just pushes him into the coffin. And, you know, this is all straight from the old, <laughs> from the old tale. Well, before that, before that, that's when. Oh, is there more? Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, when you say, I'm like, look, can't soften it for you. No one is going to miss you. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. worthless. Yeah, it's pretty and important. Then, yeah. And that's when Paul then says a few words about the deceased here. Yep. Connor Mead was a lot of things to a lot of people. Not always good things, but to me, he was a great brother. I mean, guess it's just me against the world now. Oh, that's when. Oh, come on. Paul crushing all the speeches. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when he gets pushed into the grave. Yeah. Maybe, maybe knock off Owen Wilson did the best performance. I don't know. <laughs> he had all the good speeches and he was very heartfelt. So. And then speaking of good Michael Douglas lines, you made your bed. Now you got to bang whatever crawls into it. <laughs> Also, almost the quote for the game. <laughs> there were so many good ones. <laughs> okay, I can see where these guys maybe fine-tune themselves into the hangover, but yes, exactly. All right, so then, all right, so then he's he's dropped inside the coffin and in. He's like, all right, let's lock him in, or whatever. And they're all starting to throw dirt on him. He's freaking out again. You yeah. freak out. You freak out. You freak out, and you snap back to where you are. So he uh, he he wakes up. And he's <laughs> back. He's back at the old um, back at the yeah. mansion. He's in his bed, right? The MW bed. Mm-hmm. All fired up. He's a different person now, right? Just like Christmas Carol. And straight out, yeah, straight bust open the, the window. Hey, you child, there, young you man, there. child? Is it Christmas? What day is it? Is it Christmas? Saturday, you moron. Yeah, <laughs> no, you idiot. Saturday. All right, that's pretty good. Like, oh, that's wedding day. That's I gotta go day. find Polly. And he's all fired up. He's running down the stairs, and he's just like mm-hmm. finds Paul, and he's like, "Hey, man." And Paul's like, "Yeah." Fighting's off, bro. Like, yeah. Remember that time you ruined my life? Yeah. Like 12 hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we get the greatest. I was kind of, I was kind of excited. And he's like, he's like, well, where'd they all go? And he's like, oh, the Sarge and bridesmaids. And of course, Jenny, because mm-hmm. why are they all traveling together? But it, sure. They're on their way to the airport. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Fucking wouldn't rom-com. be a rom-com without it. Uh, wouldn't be rom-com without an airport ending. Mm-hmm. I got so excited. I was like, there's not, they're actually not going to make it to an airport though, but an airport was mentioned and they're heading towards it. So yep. we'll take it. So he's like, fuck that. We got to, we got to break this up. <laughs> and he steals the old stabbing wagon, well, which he walks outside and he's like, all oh, the cars are covered in snow. There's nothing we can do about snow. <laughs> <laughs> God. Ah. <laughs> It's so frustrating. In a timely fashion, there's nothing you do about. You can't shovel out a car and you know try to catch up to them, right? Sure, sure, right. Cars can't drive without shoveling. Everyone knows. Everyone knows this. <laughs> so then he steals a stabbing wagon. Which where was the stabbing wagon stored? It's like in like the living room. House. <laughs> he drives out the window. Yeah, like a savage. <laughs> it's again straight from the trailer. We're not. There's nothing. Nothing here. Yes. Which we thought at this point he would have been on some kind of psychedelic or something, but right, right. He was heading for a bridge to kill himself, but nope. He drives out the yeah. window, and his plan is to, uh, in the classic, he's to ram him. I think he's gonna ram him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like it's a classic. Uh, so the road, the road goes winding down the hill, you know, and then the the fastest way to to meet uh, point a car that's going this way is to just drive straight through all the way across all that, and then hit that's him right. at the end, right? Yep, that's right. Through the through the New England forest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. yes. So you can definitely drive through. You can, yeah, there's no doubt. Famously. Famously. Famously spread out forest. <laughs> spread out forest. 
no big trees in the way. Just, no, no little trees in the way. <laughs> no, fuck it. So he just barrels down. It's crazy. Oh, this blasting. Yeah. yeah, he's probably on some type of meth or something or whatever, some type of thing. I hoped. But... Oh, I know I was going to ask. Oh? What's our uh, what's our uh, drug scene? Drug reference. Oh, my God. That was what I was going to ask. Did we ever have one? What is the uh, drug reference? I'm going to throw it out there. Let's keep going, and we can talk about it. Yeah, the yeah. Okay, yeah. No, anyway, great so call he, out. Great he, call out. So he blasts through the car, you know, tramples down through the you keep thinking i'll keep describing what's going on yeah 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 and he's boom, 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 blasting through snow dodging all the new england trees that don't exist at this one moment and he gets to the bottom boom, 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 trashes a car into the little lake that's right there because there's always a little pond by the way never, there's always a little lake a little pond at the bottom of every little hill in new england just so you know right generally yeah. if you haven't been here it, it's where's just, the water gonna go yeah right <laughs> Right. The bottom of the hill. Right, obviously. <laughs> and it's going to form a lake or a little pond. That's right. Uh, and he gets out and he's waving down the, the SUV thing and he catches up the car. And yeah, dad comes out and he's like, <laughs> well, so now he this doesn't, is. He doesn't this catch is, them. He drives past them well, across the street, right in front of them into more forest. And then he like crashes like right like in the car into the lake. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Said. yeah. But and then, then he gets out and like runs back up the hill and then runs in the middle of the street yeah. and almost gets killed by Sarge. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Important factors because Sarge gets out of the car then and yells at him and says, like, yes. hey, hey, man. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. You almost killed all of us a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, to which Connor's reply is boom. Deck him in the face, <laughs> sucker punch, knock him out. Terrible. Literally poor, just poor, sorry. Literally just punched the father of the bride. Yeah. And and the He's got brain damage now, for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, the man's been through a lot, but yeah. He was already damaged. <laughs> yeah. Either way, he probably gave him a black eye or something. It would not be good for him doing being a that too efficient of a wedding. So yeah, a lot of factors at play here. So Connor punches dad. That's kind of weird. That was a weird way to go, but that's one way yep. to just I guess squash that. <laughs> and then we get the big another big Connor speech. Yeah. Which basically does two things. One shows him turning, changing, and becoming kind of like he locked person. other women in the car <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. after he knocked out the dad like yeah. he's not he's a bad person still uh yeah sandra gets out and they're having a, a one-on-one conversation and jenny and the bridesmaids are all still inside the suv there and he's right. given a big speech jenny can hear it they can all hear it they got the window down and it's a big speech big speech big speech big uh you know character changing speech because yeah he apologizes for all the bad things he did gotta you know, but yeah. at the end of the day paul cheated you got to get over it and he was with some slutty friend of yours anyway so it's kind of your fault that's mm. what i mean like he's still a dirtbag in this speech <laughs> like, yeah yeah and he's like you know i let jenny get away because i didn't want to lose her i was afraid of losing my love and being alone and blah 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 and then you know he's a lonely he explains how he's a lonely ghost of himself and that the only pain that she's ever going to feel in her life isn't as bad as the regret she'd feel from running away from love in this case. And then Sandra's like, well, I guess when you bully me like that and lock my friends in the car and knock out my dad, I guess I have to agree to marry your brother. This is yep. your, your, yeah. And we never address that Sarge has more brain damage now because you, when you not, yeah. if you, I mean, that's a movie trope, but like that does, doesn't work that way. In yeah, real if you life. punch someone that hard where you knock them out, that's there's damage. Yeah. yeah, that's concussion. That's concussion. At though. least, at right? least. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not great, Bob. No, not great, Bob at all. <laughs> I'd be more concerned about the immediate impact of like broken nose and or swelling around the eyes as someone who's going to be in all the photos, which this guy's about to take. Yeah, of course, you'd be more worried about the photos, Rose. Right? <laughs> CT. So vain. All right. So then uh, wedding's back on. <laughs> yeah. We're back at the manor and we're like, okay, well, uh, he's like, you know what, guys? I will take the pictures. Because you know what? <laughs> Because I am a photographer. It's literally the least I could do. Yeah. He's got his nice, <laughs> what, how do you pronounce it? Was it, it was Nikon? 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 Yeah, yeah, Nikon, Nikon yeah. right? Yeah. Nice little Nikon ad <laughs> camera. So uh, he's, but he's all also, in. Everything, like everything else with the wedding, given all of the changes and everything else, nothing fell through except the photographer. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, wait a second. I can help with that. I can do that. <laughs> but he's all in though. He's all in. Yes. He's all. He's now big wedding guy. He's big in love yeah. guy. Oh yeah, to that you know. Yeah, almost misses the picture of them kissing as they get married because he's taking pictures of Jenny. Yep, yep. Kind of. She which, yells at him about mouthing, yelling at him. Kind of. Yep, yep. But it's like a cute little like, oh, this is happening thing. <laughs> you. Uh, yeah. So he's photos. He's. Then after the wedding reception, he's taking photos of the kids. He's all in, right? He's ready to, you know, he's ready to settle yeah, down. He loves with taking pictures of kids too yeah. much, I think. Well, he did it when he was a kid. Mm. Mm. So then we're at the wedding reception and mm. we get Sarge giving the big, awesome Sarge speech, which you said earlier. But I put his guts back into his body and <laughs> willed him to live with my tears. <laughs> that is, that's love. <laughs> <laughs> and then Connor gives his uh, best man toast there. Yeah. And pretty much him from, from a film perspective, confirming he's learned his lesson. And yeah, in which he says, happiness comes from caring more about other people rather than caring less about other people, which. Wait, wait, what? What did you say? That's a line in the movie. Wait, say he's, that like, I think, he's like, I think I realized happiness is caring more about caring about people than rather than caring less about people. That is, what? And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. It's very frustrating. And Sandra was like, oh, um, and Paul's like, oh, uh, and then, he, you know, finishes his speech up with saying how much Paul loves everyone uh, and that, you know, Connor has uh, I want to be more like you, Paul. Uh I want you to be proud of me again. And mom and dad would have loved you, Sandy. And then he cries a little bit. Everybody claps. Redemption. <laughs> Yay. Uh, change character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's, uh, what an arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, a, what an arc. Yeah, what an arc. Reception time. Let's do Yay. some dancing. We're just doing some dancing. We get the monster cake comes out. Now no longer three tiers, but just a kind of like a three-tier monster Okay. It's all just mushed together. Jenny, <laughs> not good at fixing it. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, and then, yeah, we get a bridesmaid. He's still doing photos. He's all in there, right? He's all about the wedding thing now. Yeah. We get the bridesmaids. Notice yeah. that it was the model singer from earlier. I did, but I just, singer at the wedding. <laughs> I did not. Frustrating. Doesn't make any sense. No, it makes no uh, sense. Uh, yeah, and then, then, yeah, the bridesmaids uh, try to ambush him, looking for some sexy time. He's like, <laughs> you you have a responsibility to have, fuck all of us. And he's like, this, what? <laughs> what? Like now it's like, now the movie's making them seem like, oh, fucking hate this. Excuse me, ladies. Gravity is love, as I'll find out 10 years from now. 
so he's going on taking photos, blah, blah, blah. He turns on the bridesmaids and then, um, outside. Yeah, he's outside. And here we are, the swings that we saw at the beginning come in full circle. He like sneaks up from behind, ambushes her. Gotcha, fucker. <laughs> gotcha, good fucker. Gotcha, good fucker. <laughs> Photos. <laughs> he's like a paparazzi. No, no, no. That's not what happened. So, yeah, they have the swing moment. The swings we saw in the beginning, swings you saw in the trailer. Yeah. They're <laughs> swingers. Yeah. And they swing together and they uh, hang out. <laughs> Jenny's like, what happened to you? Like, you were awful ter- yesterday. And then, like, now you're good. <laughs> <laughs> 24 hours. This movie stinks. (laughs) 24 hours. Oh, you seem like such a better person now. I don't know, really, but uh, I can see clear. I can see clearly now. Anyone in real life would just be like, "You're, you're a psychopath." (laughs) Uh, Yesterday, you lost your mind. Uh, You thought ghosts were in your bed. Uh, You ruined the wedding. You ruined the wedding. (laughs) Uh, today you yelled at people. Uh, you also stole a car, drove it out a window, and knocked out the dad. <laughs> you knocked. You punched the father still, but then somehow still reclaimed everyone and got everyone back into having a wedding. Uh, you're messed up, and this entire family is fucked. I'm not related. I'm gonna walk away with Brad. <laughs> like, I guess we did it. <laughs> She's like, what? What, what did we do? Is this when he pulls out the Polaroid picture? Yeah. So she's he's she's like, I wish I could believe you that you would be there in the morning when you because he's like, I need you. I'm promising everything to you. And then she's like, I need proof. And that's when he yanks pulls a picture out of his wallet. Yeah. Well, it was on his wallet the whole time. Oh my Thanks, God, trailer. What? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, this time though, seriously, give me one more chance. I'll even do spooning. <laughs> and she's like. Would you do massages with clothes on? And he's like, well, no. Come on now. I do anything for love, but I won't do that. Aw. <laughs> Rest in peace. Big fans. And then they dance because the <laughs> song that kicked on that was playing yeah. when they were in middle school dance, well, I think, right? Aria Speedwagon. Yeah. yeah. Can't, can't like go wrong there. Compete with Pete Hastings this time, apparently. Uh, he's, still, and, he's still obsessed with that. Yep. <laughs> So they dance outside and we got a little happy moment. And then uh, he glances inside and he sees Uncle Wayne, <laughs> who's not alive, but in the window, the ghost of Uncle Wayne. <laughs> and then this is where this movie returns back to it's really awkward. I mean, Uncle Wayne is like the point is to make him seem like a scumbag, right? Like that's the well, point. yeah. But he also, he sparkle disappears away first. In the he does, yeah. yeah. And, but then we cut back inside, right? We're right. we're back inside, and then it's Uncle Wayne <laughs> makes a move based on all the ghosts. Yeah, first starting with future future ghosts, and she's just like, she, I think she just does. She just throw, she just tosses like something in his face. Was that him? Was that her? Uh, or she, she just I think like calls like a demon or something too. Like she like she's like sinister. She's doing a good job. Of yeah, she's the future, right? <laughs> and then the she runs away, yeah. yeah, yeah. She just disappears, right? He's like, all right, yep. whatever. And then we go on to uh, Ghost of Present, right? Melanie. Yeah. Yep. And she's like, you idiot. I'm actually at this wedding right now. And she disappears. <laughs> I'm over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm over there. She disappears. <laughs> and she pops up. And then this is where we get uh, Brad closure. So Brad's got yeah. someone. Brad sees her and is like, oh. Fuck Brad. Ugh. I'm a doctor without borders and I know massaging <laughs> things. Yeah. I have no borders. <laughs> yeah. I have no borders. <laughs> and then we go back to Wayne and then Wayne moves on to. Ugh, gross. To the, to the high school girl. Right. To the, the cringiest way to end a movie. It's like, Hey, 
I love scrunchies. And she goes, gross. I'm 16. And he goes, we're ghosts, baby. We're ageless. And that's how and they that's, end it. That's the last line of the movie. That's the official like last line of the movie. We're ghosts, baby. That was also almost the quote. <laughs> we're just, we're ghosts, we're baby. Ageless. We're, we're ghosts, baby. We're ageless. <laughs> what a fucking yep. terrible movie. All right. So then that's the end. That's the end of the movie. And but then we get um credit scenes. Yeah. So then we get credits or credits are rolling, but then we get, you know, the old side side scene with credits going. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is going to be interesting. What's this going to be? I thought it was going to be all like uh, outtakes and stuff. No, it's actual like. It's still, continuing the movie. It's yeah. still a movie going on. Mm-hmm. So the first one we get is uh, all the braids, bridesmaids and like the, the groomsmen kind of like hang out, kind of like, you know. They're getting preyed on. The groomsmen are getting preyed yeah, yeah. on. Yeah. And then <laughs> at the end of it, the one groomsman is like, you look like my sister, which. <sighs> so frustrating. <laughs> And then we get the Sarge and the wife dance. Yeah. The mom cuts it. She can't mind if I cut in. They have a little dance. It's very redeeming. They compliment each other for how they raised their daughter. Yeah. Apparently his name is Mervis and that's why he's upset. And he looked at some other kid and was just like, you tell anyone I'll kill you. Uh, and then we get the bouquet tossing. So Another one. <laughs> the A foreshadowed. Here it comes back. It's a weird scene. It's, it's a real so, weird I scene. Didn't, I don't. I, I was so confused. It so, goes slow-mo. So she goes to toss a bouquet, right? Off the stairs. Yeah. And we get all the characters there, center, and she tosses the bouquet and it goes up in the air, slow mo, and then an arrow pierces the bouquet and well, pinches. Right? First everyone everyone gasps and goes, Keiko. Literally every person in the room is like, Keiko. Oh, I didn't and hear then, that. Oh no, yeah, I thought and, I thought the arrow hit it first and then they said that. No, oh, everyone <laughs> was like, Keiko. And then like out of nowhere, the bouquet just like shoots through the <laughs> What the <laughs> and then she just shows up in a corner and then then it cuts to one of the grooms yeah. being like and then he says like keiko yes that's yeah. when he just goes yes yes, yes. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie yeah it's everyone in the room that says keiko. like that's just like oh she must have been invited to the wedding apparently like <laughs> like why <laughs> i don't know maybe she came with the singer i don't know their package deal i guess that feels they like became a- fast friends after that feels like Shoot. at the end of it, it's like, you know, it'd be really funny if we just. Yeah, you know, it'd be funny if we brought the dinosaurs back again for another movie. <laughs> I'm thinking like two or three more. Five more. Yeah. Five, five more. Five more. Let's do five more. <laughs> Are they still on the same island? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. They're everywhere now. Yeah, they're everywhere. It doesn't matter. It doesn't... <laughs> New York. Don't think about it. Don't worry yeah, about just, it. Just name a place. That's where the dinosaurs are. They're everywhere. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> It's the worst. It's just the worst. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. And that's the and that's the actual end of the movie. Finally. That's, the actual, that's it. That's it. It's over. But like, can you believe that? We're a ghost, baby. We're ageless. After he like oh my hits on a 16 year old. Oh my God. That's the ending line of the actual, like the content of the movie. Ends. Oh God. 2009 or 2004. 2009. Or, like, I mean, what? That wasn't that long ago. I'm I'm rattled. <laughs> I mean, it's doesn't really matter what year it is. It's still not good. No. Yeah. How far we've come? How far we've come as a society in 1994? Still not good. 2001. Still no, not yes. good. Always bad, but like always bad. If you're like, oh well, it was 1952. You're like, well, okay. In the context of the times, sure, bad, yeah. but objectively bad. However, yeah. In this case, you can't do that because it was like 10 years ago. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, all right, so I've given you some time. Let's cut back to this. Did you figure out where the A drug reference was? The only thing I can think of is were they smoking pot 
in that in that scene with Matthew McConaughey with long hair. That's what I was thinking. In like the lounge there. Yeah, yeah. That's the right? only thing I can think of. But there was no there was no direct call or the out. high school party. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the basement. Yeah, I was thinking either basement or or long hair at the bar. But like the bar but, thing would have been too much. I think I think it was either the basement. I didn't catch or, it. But it wasn't like obvious unless there were some kids like you know. But uh, but otherwise, like yeah, like what what else could it have been? A drug, a drug reference. Yeah. Did we? Oh, did we, was there? What? Oh, was there? Can even a comment? Oh. A comment about it. Wasn't there someone talking about doing yeah. lines? Nope. You're exactly right. It right? was Uncle Wayne in the bathroom saying pile of cocaine the size yes. of a toaster. Yes. That's exactly what it was. That's it. I bet that's what it was. That would be your A drug reference. Pile of cocaine the size of a toaster. I mean, it, it is a drug reference. So nailed yeah. it. Oh, I'm glad we figured it out. Yeah, it was going to drive me nuts. I hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> It wouldn't have been complete, though, if we didn't figure that out. So, all right. Well, there we go. That's it. That's yeah. a uh, ghost of girlfriend's past. We don't need to do it again. Not the worst we've seen, but far from the best. Far from the best. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new movie. That's I true. Was gonna, I was going <laughs> to tease it, but I was like, like, we don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, TBD. So, yeah, we'll be back next week with a new movie. Uh, in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at It Says Meets That. We're ITMT Pod on Twitter. We're starting to dish out some recipes and cooking uh, tips out there. So, oh yeah, it's happening. But you should subscribe to us wherever you listen to us: Apple, yeah. Spotify, Follow, whatever, whatever it takes. So, yeah, any of the places. Uh, and while you're at those places, specifically Apple and Spotify, if you could leave us a review, we'd really appreciate that. Thank you to everyone who's done it already. But five stars goes a long way. It helps us reach more people like you, and we can. Keep the lights on, because as you all know, Russ and I rely on the podcast to live. <laughs> and right now it's getting a little tight. So. It is dark. <laughs> that being said, a five-star review would go a long way. And if you send us a review, even if you sent us an old, uh, if you did an old review hmm. of us, send me, send us an email. Uh, address it to me, because Russ doesn't read them, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't read. Let us know. I'll send you stuff. I'll st- that offer still stands. I we have some ITMT merch. I will send you some stuff. Russell doesn't have any because I keep forgetting to bring it to him. But all you have to do is send us an email. It's this meets that at gmail.com. Go to the website. Our contact information is there too. It's this meets that.com. All of the old episodes, everything you could ever possibly want. Anything. It's all there.